0: Hebrews twelve fifteen. That was our foundational scripture. Hebrews twelve fifteen. Can we read it together? Ready? Go. K J V, King James. Ready? Go. Looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God; lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many being defiled. Hallelujah. Speaking about this, is a foundational scripture text we have been using, talking about um, the root of bitterness. Somebody say the root of bitterness. Come on, shout the root of bitterness. And I made you understand that you can never have a root without first having a seed. Because the seed is planted, it goes through a process of growth and germination, and then it begins to have roots in the ground. But the part that you must pay attention to is where it says it springs up on you. In other words, it surprises you. It catches you unawares. Because once the root is there, you are not too certain what is in the ground. It is hidden from the perspective of the, of the eye. But suddenly, bitterness catches up with you and surprises you. And before you can say, Jack, you realize that you have gone too far. There are many things that we spoke about, talking about the things that make you better. The various experiences in life that can make a person better. Uh, there are people's stories saying, eh? when you hear, you'll be better for them. You understand their bitterness. Have you heard those stories before? Sometimes you hear what somebody has gone through in the hands of another person, in the hands of another institution, and you you, you, you just say that I understand why you are bitter. But understanding why you are bitter is not... It's not and endorsing your bitterness because bitterness can be an albatross on your neck that prevents you from going higher in life we spoke about the manifestations of bitterness the various ways shapes and forms in which bitterness presents we said for example that when you occasionally or frequently experience outbursts of anger it is clear that you have bitterness hidden somewhere in your life we spoke about when um, you are trying hard to get others to dislike somebody and to take your side. When, when there's an issue, you know how you present it in a way to make everybody else look bad so everybody takes your side. You know that there's bitterness hidden in your life somewhere. Hallelujah. You spoke about also finding pleasure in speaking negatively about someone or something in particular. Now, today we are discussing the effects or consequences of bitterness. The effects or consequences of bitterness. Number one bitterness blocks answers to prayers. blocks answers to prayers. Mark 11:25. 25. Mark 11:25. 25. Write it down. And when ye stand praying forgive if ye have ought against any that your Father, which also is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. Speaking about when um, in in those days in Israel, they had specific times and specific um, prayer schedules that they followed. And so they went into the temple at these times to go and pray. And that is what the Bible says. When you go and when you stand in prayer in those days, make sure that if there is somebody that has hurt you, that you... A harboring bitterness for you must go and forgive the person so that your father which is in heaven can also forgive your transgressions forgive um, your trespasses what is saying essentially is that you have something against somebody god has something against you but god is waiting on you release this person so he can release you too are you following he's saying that forgive this person so god can forgive you too what it means essentially is that what for as long as you're holding on to others and you're refusing to forgive them could it be that god is also not hearing you and forgiving you because you have held others there are many people whose prayers have been blocked because of their refusal to forgive because of how bitter they are because you see um, salty water and fresh water cannot flow from the same source. You cannot from the same source of bitterness be now crying to God and petitioning Him to come through for you. From the same source where bitterness is overflowing. How do you expect proper prayer? How do you expect proper petitions to flow from that same source to God and cause Him to hear you? I was saying in the first service that God is not moved necessarily by your screams. It is not screaming that catches God's attention. Some people feel that the louder they pray, the more God is hearing. That is not to say that when somebody is praying loudly, they are in error. What I'm saying is that your confidence should be in where you stand in prayer and not how you shout in prayer. Are you with me now? And one of the ways of ensuring that your prayer is heard by God is not to have anything against any man. The Bible says that all oh, no man nothing except love. All oh, no man nothing. Some people have done things to you. What You have written them down, waiting for an opportunity to show them. It means that you owe them something, but this one is not love that you owe them. What do you think? You owe them Revenge. You owe them vengeance. But I read the other day he said, vengeance is mine, sayeth the Lord. Even if somebody has hurt you, leave it to the God of justice, who pays all men according to their works. It is not in your place to play God in your own life. Forgive them, release them, and focus on where God is taking you. I am not saying they will not hurt you. What I mean is they will hurt you. And for many of you, those who have hurt you now, you haven't even seen anything yet. Those who are about to hurt you more are are coming ahead of you. But if you don't learn to let people go and release people from your heart, it may become more difficult for you as life goes on. Because the higher you rise, the more painful some experiences become. all, if you are in class 2 and they lie against you in class 2, what is the impact of that lie? If you are a bank CEO and they lie against you, can you compare that to being lied to when you are in class 2? If you are the president of the nation and they lie against you, can you compare it to the lie of the CEO? I mean, as you rise, the same scenario and the same circumstance becomes more graduated and the consequences become more dire in your life. And that is why you must let, learn to release people and learn to, not to become bitter against people and against experiences. It will block answers to prayers. I have seen people who have prayed the same prayer many times. It's as if God is not hearing. The problem is not God, the problem is you. Amen. So, for somebody, the only reason why somebody wants to get a job is because somebody somewhere denied them a job and told them they're not good enough. So, their whole prayer and their whole desire for a job is so they get it and go and prove a point. Their mindset is, is totally wrong. They are moving from a perspective of bitterness. They want to show them. God will not facilitate your showmanship. He is not in the business of facilitating people's showmanship. He is in the business of doing things so his showmanship will be seen. That all the glory will be given to him. So if you are in a place of you want to show somebody, you are on your own, you are on your own. Check Check the motives. Motives for doing things. You want to show somebody. You are so bitter. Somebody somebody does not talk to the father. Does not talk to the mother. He wants to show the father pepe. Show the mother pepe. You see? What does the Bible say? It says children. Do what? Children do what? Oh, I can't hear you now. Children do what? Obey what? Obey what? Children, obey your parents where? There is a specific requirement or specific place or designation for the parents who are supposed to receive the obedience. I don't know if you follow. It is not just every parent you are obeying. Parents, obey your parents who are... In the Lord. So if your parent is outside the Lord, do they deserve your obedience? No. Because if it says obey your parents in the Lord. If your mother looks at your said the way you are nice and you have sheep, that man, married man, there I think you should start a file bra If you obey, you are in error, because your mother is not in the Lord. And the guidance and advice is given, you must defy it because it says, Obey your parents where? In the law. Then what does it say next? Anna what? Anna what? Where? We don't know. We are not told. Anna your father and mother. Full stop. As for the father, if your father is a drunkard, Anna your father and mother. If your father is a foolish man, Honor your father and mother. If your mother is not correct, Honor your father and mother. All you owe your father and mother is Honor. Honor them. Period. They have hurt me. Yes, I know. Bible says, Honor them. He's a liar. Yes, I know. Bible says, Honor him. He's a thief. Yes, I know. Bible says, Honor him. Are you you with me now? The obedience he may not deserve, the honor he deserves it. Honor him and leave him to be on his own. Are you with me now? I'm so bitter against my father. I will show him pepe. Oga, just honor him and go your way. Go in peace. Maybe one day I'll take time and explain to you what Anna means. The word Anna, so If you understand Anna, you will know the weight of this scripture. Then it says, which is the with. Do you know what this means? There are so many commandments. But this is the very first one that comes packaged together with a promise. What does the promise say? That it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. Which means the solution or the what makes a man live long on the earth is not exercising good food. It is honoring the father and the mother. I didn't say, don't go and exercise, fat will kill you. I didn't, say, I, I, I didn't say, eat anyhow, you will die young. But what I'm telling you is this. Have you not seen people in the gym exercise and they die? It means that it takes something more than exercise to keep a man alive. While you're exercising and taking care of yourself, remember that the spiritual key to having long life is to honor your father and mother. But the first part is the part that excites me. It says that it may be well. Ha! It may be well with you. Could it be the reason why a lot of people is not well with them is that they, they are not honoring their fathers and mothers. They are bitter. Release them and live your life. See, if you don't, if you become too bitter and you hate them so much and despise them. You are setting yourself up to become exactly like them. I'm telling you. You hate them so much for their passion. You are gradually becoming like them. Because before you can hate something passionately, you must focus on it. What you haven't noticed, you can't hit. It it doesn't exist. But for it to have your attention and that you hate it, you must focus so much on it. Whatever you focus also on, you become what you are focusing on. So whilst you are spending time hating, gradually you are being morphed into the exact thing you hate. You have to be careful. Release them. The fact that I say release them and I say honor them doesn't mean I say be friends with them. It's not the same thing. The other, the other day, your friend lied about you and angered you and you were bitter. Yes, forgive the person. But it doesn't mean go and, tie, and be rolling together again. No. If you meet them in the morning, good morning, good morning, how are you? I'm fine. You Go your way. Are you dead? After all, there are how many people are there on the earth? Billions of people. If they don't exist or they, they are not, you will find a friend somewhere else. That is why you must know that you don't matter that much in the grand scheme of things on this earth. Don't think too big. You think that without you, the earth will stop going around. See, some people feel that when they needed help, somebody should have helped them. The person didn't help them. But the time is coming that God they will be blessed and that person too will need, the person will need your help those sometimes those things are movies it ends like that and they'll Martha, focus on your life then me too, when he, he needs my help me too I'll show them Pepe what kind of Tom and Jerry story is this one focus on your life and build if they didn't help you today, God bless them. Because if they had helped you, tomorrow when you, you rise, they will say you became what you became because of them. And so God doesn't want them to go and stand anywhere and claim glory for what he's about to do with you. That is why he will intentionally make people disappoint you. So that at the end of the day, when he himself opens the door and you walk through, you will know that it is not this uncle, it is not this auntie. All the glory must go to the king of kings who has helped me and has brought me this far. If you believe it, shout, I am the one. So number one, it blocks prayers. Number two. Number two. There are physical consequences to being bitter. Physical consequences. You you find things like high blood pressure. Certain hormones are released from the pituitary, adrenal, thyroid, and other glands. Where are the science people. They will, tell, they will explain to you more. And they say excesses of these hormones can sometimes result in diseases. But the one that you can easily relate to is high blood pressure. Yeah, but, but my family, we don't have high blood pressure. But you are put bitterness in your heart. When, imagine you hate your boss. Imagine you hate your boss. Or you are bitter against your boss. Suffer. Monday to Friday, you spend all the time with your boss. And once you hate the person, you will see the person every day of your life. And you spend more time in the office than anywhere else. Because when you come home, the time you are spent at home, most of it is spent sleeping. So you are not interacting with anybody. So it means majority of your life, you are actually spending with somebody you hate and despise. You will die young. My head, my head, headache i don't feel well what the what they they call malaise i don't feel well you know sometimes you don't feel so well you don't know how to explain it but you know you are not well then you go to hospital they'll run all the tests in this world do all the diagnosis they will they'll pull your blood pull everything that they can pull and go and check and they'll find nothing the doctor will say "Ah, you are fine you say i am not fine Then it's okay. If medicine can't find it, then this one—it is my house. People, they want to kill me. That is why medicine can't find it. Sometimes it may not be house. It is something which is your, which is in your heart. You have put people in your heart, and you are so bitter that it is having physical consequences on you. Look at this scripture. Look at this scripture. Proverbs seventeen twenty-two. Proverbs seventeen twenty-two. NIV. Proverbs 1722. Can we read it together? Go. One more time. It's good medicine. But a crushed spirit, what does it do? Dries up the bones. Dry bones. With Ezekiel. Now this is a miracle. A cheerful heart. When your heart is cheerful, it is good medicine. You don't fall sick. Bible count. You don't fall sick by heart. But when you have a crushed spirit, the reason the spirit is being crushed is that you are having a load of of anger, a load of depression, a load of bitterness that you are carrying. Even though you are walking upright and you are walking fine physically, your spirit is carrying this load that it's not supposed to be burdened with. And so this load is crushing your spirit and the Bible says it will dry up your bones. That is why you begin to see physical evidences from things that are, that are not seen. Bitterness that cannot be seen. You begin to see physical consequences. Nobody Deserves to occupy such a place in your life and in your heart that it begins to affect you physically. Nobody. Are you with me now? Nobody deserves such a place in your life and heart that it begins to impact your health. Release them, let them go, and live your life and focus. Release them, let them go, and focus. Some of us have also made ourselves into. Um, everybody knows us. That's for us. If you step on my toe, I will, I will react. If you say one, I will say five. If you throw one punch, I will throw ten. When I become angry, nobody can stop me. And then I'm shaking and then I'm talking. And you think it's, we, we, we should clap for you. We should give you a standing ovation because you can't control your anger. Let me be fast. So when something happens, even among your friends, when something happens, they have to come and call you to lead the entourage to go and misbehave. <laughs> nah, c- <laughs> call <laughs> Hallelujah! They have to come and call you and then they are also following you and then you are fooling. Были- you think you have arrived, and it's, you know, like you have fought with everybody. Listen, if you have fought with everybody and have had disagreements with everybody, everybody cannot be the problem. You are the problem. It cannot be that everybody is the problem. The problem is you. The only constant in, in all of that is you. You are the only one who interfaced with all of them and came out with a bruise. So you are the problem. Are you hearing me now? So, so understand that there are physical consequences to being bitter. If you want to live life and enjoy your life, just don't become bitter against people. Look, in this thing we call ministry, you, you can be bitter. I'm telling you, you can be better. Ministry. Ha! So if if I know pastors who because there are people in this generation. They will come to you, and you can ask my father, you you would, by God's grace, give them a prophetic word, and say, this is going to happen, that is going to happen. And pray with them. When the Lord opens the door, when they see you coming from here, they will pass there. And if you are not careful, you will be better. The thing about me is that I don't care. One thing I tell them all the time is, as long as you are a human being, as long as you are breathing, there will always be a problem to solve. What do you think? So if, it's, if today you turn your back, tomorrow you come again, you come and meet me. I'm not dead, we are here. But it will be well with you, but you will come. And as all. Stories. There's a gentleman, I remember those early years, the first year of this ministry. He, he, he started coming. He had really nothing to do. The Lord spoke. Gonna do business, and this is gonna happen. That's gonna happen. And they started doing so. I don't drinks, eh? Things on drinks, business. And it was booming, it was doing well. Then suddenly they stopped coming once in a while. And those days, Lady Olivia was like a group leader. So they were the ones going around, you know, following after people. And she, they went and they went to, we've ah, been launched. She said, it's not me. These days I'm busy. I don't have time. They're business. So it's taking all my time. I said, eh. Why you didn't have anything? We saw you. So there are many things that can suffer. It can cause you pain. Me. I learned a lot of these things from my own father, the general overseer of the church. If he were to live, I've told you before, if we were to live on the promises of men, we'll be at Tasaku by this time. Tough promises. Promises. Some of them, when they receive their miracle, then they realize that mm, he's not a good enough pastor for them. Some of them, once some monies are released, mm. now they realize that their family has problems that they need money to solve. Hallelujah. And so there are many things, even if nothing don't think that pastors can be better. I know pastors who are better, when they are going to church, cry, they are not happy. The other day, one, one lady in one of our branches, that when they say, go and give offering, cry, this lady, one man, one CD, don't give any offering. She doesn't care. And they think that, oh, maybe she doesn't have. So, the pastor of that branch was there, and the lady comes and said, she went somewhere, they, they, they said she, she has some problem. She has to buy oil, 200 cities. So she has bought the oil, and she's using it. She wants to ask the pastor, how should I use it? So the branch pastor was telling me, I said, what did you tell her? Tell her when she wakes up, and she should use some to brush her teeth. <laughs> After every meal, she should drink some. In your own house, in your own church, you never give. But you go somewhere and they swindle you and sell you oil and you have gone to buy. And you have the audacity to come and ask me again. That, how should I use it? Was I the also, did you? Have you seen another doctor uh, uh, prescribing a medicine for somebody else to tell them how to use it? Hallelujah. So understand that there are so many things that can cause you pain in life, in in, in this life. But don't be bitter. Tell somebody, I refuse to be bitter. Or come on, shout it, I refuse to be bitter. Let me add the third one. For the sake of time, the third one. Um, Bitterness. Will lead to divisions and factionalism. Bitterness leads to division and factionalism. Bitterness leads to division and factionalism. It leads to division. The reason why many many families are not united is because of bitterness. Can I go there? Yeah, the reason many families are not united is because of bitterness. I know a family somewhere. The man, by God's grace, had a lot of wives and had a number of children. This man died um, several years ago, almost a decade ago. They have shared property. The man was wealthy, very responsible. So he ensured that every wife and children got something. Houses here and there, prime location. Then somebody gets up. The one that they've given to us, we don't like. We like this other people's own. So if it's either they give us their own or or division, And from that day, of almost 10 years as I'm talking to you now, they have not been able to meet, they don't talk, they've not been able to solve the issue and everybody's living their lives. And they're the ones who say we won't take. They are struggling. They don't have a place to sleep. The people's own that they said they like. Every one of, of the, the that woman's children, everyone has their own house. So they don't even need the house. Are, are you following the story? They, they, you are fighting with them. They don't need the house. Because everybody has built their own houses. You, you need a place to lay your head. And you are fighting with them. that I, I'll, I'll take it to court. I'll fight you. And he's renting. Jumping from place to place. Now he's begging them. You let me take it. Take, take it and let me take it. So we can have peace. You, you and who will have peace. Bitterness can cause people. Even families. Families, one family to be so disunited, you wonder what is this? Yeah. You wonder what is this? Yeah. It leads to divisions and factionalism. Once a person is hurt in the choir before, doesn't want to have anything to do with choirs. Once somebody, um, It's gossiped about in a certain group. They don't want to have anything to do because they're so bitter. Yeah? Hallelujah. It leads to division. You see, a wife is so bitter against the husband. And when they're supposed to be one, they are so divided that God can't answer their prayers. Because they're asking for two different things. Which one should I answer? When you are married, God sees you as one Talk to me now, one flesh. And if it is one flesh, then it means that there must be you must be so united in thought and even in prayer that all he sees is one. Is it possible for God to see one? Yes. The Bible says the other day, the people decided to build the tower they call Babel and God came out of heaven and said, he, he said the people have become as one. So once they became one, God saw them as one and they became unstoppable. It is the same principle in marriage. When two people are have two heads they are going in two different directions how should God come in this matter now because God I've taught you does not bless this organization and disorder it leads to divisions because some the the wife did something to the husband in the second year of their marriage now they've been married for 20 years but still the pain is there the husband's mother did something to their wife that the wife can't forgive so, when the mother is coming, hey, so even in your heart, in the secret place of your heart, you wish that the mother should never step foot in your heart. But whether I like it or not, the mother, what do you think? One day, the son you have given birth to, some chick will come for your son. You two, you become somebody's mother, who will see. You think you'll be like this forever. The seeds we are so we need to be careful. Yeah. Oh, are you are you with me now? Yeah. That is also not to say that you two, when they are marrying your son, so do some things. Are you the only one who has a son? Those who have given birth to president's card, they are there. What are you talking about? I'm pretty, you <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Bitterness leads to division. You see, brothers, they are not united. Sometimes one is bitter that the other one is doing well in life. I'm telling you, just bitter that this, why, why is he doing well? That's all the bitterness is about. Are you all right? If that is how you think, it explains why you are struggling. I'm telling you, if that is how you think, why is this my brother doing well, or that's my brother shining, then you can't shine. You cannot. You lose what it takes to shine and, and, and become great. Okay. Ah, This thing that he's doing well, I'm sure it's an occultist too. So you, everybody doing well, is an, it, it explains why you can't do well. Because in your mind, the only key for success is occultism. You don't realize that there's a key in God that is greater and mightier than the occultists have. And so when you see somebody doing well, in your mind, oh, way there, way there. it's the same reason why some churches are struggling. Though. Because when they see a church doing well like Grace Temple, say, like this before. I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure. They don't know that there's a place called the secret place where... Look, everything the enemy is doing, eh, he counterfeited it from the kingdom. Everything. You go, you say, you want to um, you want money, It's okay, go and bring, go and bring your mother, Cut your mother, blood, you get money. Where did they copy it from? He nailed his son on the cross. That is where they copied it from. That it is possible that when blood is shed, something powerful is released. So for you and I, we don't need any any of those things because the blood of Jesus has already been shed for us and we have access through the blood. Simple. Are you with me now? Are you with me now? Yeah. So that is why you don't allow divisions. Why is he doing well? And so you are angry that they are doing well. If you can't celebrate a man in the day of their rising, you are not ready to rise yourself. Hallelujah. Leads to divisions. 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 One of the ways the enemy takes control of the world is by fighting families. He always starts... See, you think before a war breaks out, eh, the enemy started the, the work from the, from the family. Breaking families. Breaking friendships. There are many of the coups that have been done in Africa that were done by friends against friends. Are you with me? They were done by Who? Against friends, many of the coups, even in Africa, sometimes people's bodyguards are the ones who do the coup against them. The person supposed to keep me safe, maybe the man did something against them, and so it is in the heart always looking for an opportunity. If it were not so, why would a cleaner kill the professor he, he's working for? Did you hear? Why would a cleaner, you see, the cleaner thinks that I am cleaning. Maybe he's not paying me the way he's supposed to pay. You have money. I deserve more. Why do you have money like this? Bitterness. So, he says, take a man's life. Why would Abel be killed by Cain? Because, you see, what God um, God tells Cain, he says, Don't you know that if you had done well, you would have been received too? That's what God told him. So he was rather bitter that why did God accept Abel's own and didn't accept mine and decided to kill a man because of bitterness. Divisions and factionalism. Why would a group of brothers take their own brother Joseph and sell him out? Also so you today, this, tomorrow, that? Are you the only one God talks to? Yeah. No, think about it. If brothers can get angry, that God is talking to one brother too much, then brothers can get angry that God is blessing one person too much too. listen to me i came to tell you whether they like it or not as for you and your house you will be blessed in the name of jesus they can't stop it they can't fight it because the blessing is not coming from man it is not coming because of a man it is coming by god's grace and whatever the lord himself is doing he himself will secure i prophesy over seven people that no man can stop what god is about to do in your life in the name of the lord jesus somebody shout i am the one Lift up your right hand. You want to pray. May God deliver us from any bitterness, any shred of bitterness, any seed of bitterness, anything that looks like bitterness, sounds like bitterness, resembles bitterness in any way, shape or form in our lives. You want to pray that may God deliver us. Lift up your voice. Begin to pray right now. Masulabado, shande de de beko. Li baro asini kivalo sataliada Sadadabo shadadamandose se i kabrozilelemando zila laya mana hasus le kadoshadivra zolibandes kaya dadabasha manto valima hasus i keborododo shanda dadabaya da hey kabrozanda yabado shadadaba Mando lift up your voice let it rise 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 Male kaya bashado zila mando ibarua silele boko of- shilele badada da manda Dadaba da Koda de Zandaya ya i padada ba miyano silele manos debe de bong katala lebre katala ba dosh katila lebre katala Thank you for listening to the Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. For more of these messages, please subscribe to his podcast and SoundCloud. It's Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. To interact with him, like his page on Facebook. Follow him on Twitter at Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr.